This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Singer-songwriter Carrie Holmes says she's written about 100 songs since she became interested in songwriting in her early teens. Pre-COVID, she had been averaging about 200 shows a year. In September, she was nominated for five Josie Awards and ended up eventually winning the Entertainer of the Year Award. Carrie joins us on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about her music career and her latest album, When I See You Smile. Hi, Carrie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Greg. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. I'm glad we could work this out this morning. Look forward yeah, to... Yeah, same uh, here. Uh, learning more about your music and, and um, how all this gets started for you. You are in Michigan, is that right? Hometown? Right, yep. Has that been your home state your whole life? Yep, I, I grew up in the metro Detroit area, and then um, I got married and I moved out towards the Lansing area. So, um, yeah, I've been, I've been in Michigan. I love it. I'm looking at lots of snow right now. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, well, so I, I know what it, we but... have in store for us in Virginia. It's going to be in the fifties today, but I heard the snow's on the way. Oh wow! So. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> so that's okay. We we have a nice, uh, nice even four seasons here. I'll, I'll take it. But it snows always yeah. around the holidays. <laughs> yep, it just lasts a little too long in Michigan. Yeah, right? I'd say <laughs> April or May is too long. <laughs> oh my, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you grow up in a musical family? Um, kind of. So I, my sister, my older sister played violin, um, when I was, before I was born. So my mom said from listening to her doing classical music all the time that I was born tapping my foot. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I started doing violin for a little while and, um, my, my dad loved music. So I was raised on all kinds like Christian, of course, country, um, rock, pop music and um, stuff like that, classical. So, And then my great-grandmother was an opera singer. She wasn't, like, technically an opera singer, but she sang. She loved to sing, so mm-hmm. she did opera. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's pretty much the music musical experience in my life. I, I guess my sisters can sing, but no one has really pursued it except me. Yeah. When did it get serious for you? Um... So I've been singing my whole life, but I guess when I was 17, um, I taught myself how to play guitar, hmm. and so I started writing songs and playing out, and then when I was about 
2021, I think I started my first band and started touring around Michigan. Hmm. And now cool. I'm touring across the country. Yeah. Did did you go to college? Did you do that while you were in school? Or, or was there, did you do something else in between before you started the, the music? Yeah, I started, I went to a community college. Uh, so I did two years there. I wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um and then I just decided that it really wasn't for me, and I just pursued music. I read where you were averaging like 200 shows a year. Is that right? So this is pretty <laughs> yeah, much a full-time yeah. thing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's. It's. A, yep. It is. <laughs> were those or were? Is that still? Have you gotten back up to that level? Um. Not quite. I mean, obviously, from um, COVID and everything, mm-hmm. I think like. That year, I did about half as many shows, mm-hmm. um, and then this year I've picked up quite a bit. So I'm I might be on scale. I haven't really counted, but mm-hmm. it it is like it's it's a lot. Like this this last summer, um, I played almost every day in I think July, wow. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's a lot. But I I love doing it. So um, I'm scheduled to play this weekend, um, actually in my hometown for a Christmas festival and then, um, in Detroit at the tin roof. So is, is all of these shows, um, are, are they full band shows or do you do some solo acoustic performances too? I do. Yeah, I do solo. Um, I do acoustic like solo duo and trios as well. And then, um, I also sing at a nursing home, um, which mm-hmm. I love doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, that, that one's by myself, but I absolutely love, doing that i haven't been able to to be there in a while but um i've been doing that for about eight years now are you doing all original material or do you have a particular style of covers that you like to incorporate it depends on the show uh if i'm opening for like a major artist or just doing like an hour show it's typically just my originals um but then some nights i'm doing four hours um worth of material so i do a lot of um shania twain carrie underwood mm-hmm. i throw in some rock um i like to like we do sweet child of mine like we'll we'll go from some like yeah. uh, i've got a girl crush and then into <laughs> sweet child of mine and people are like what is this yeah they're so shocked <laughs> i think they just don't expect me like seeing me because i'm this like i guess this like little girl and then I'm like rocking out, so they're always surprised to see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I do. I do a majority of country, um, some older country, and then country. And the the funniest question I get from people: Do you do guy country songs? Mm. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like, Yeah, like a lot of my set list is a lot of guy country songs, like Luke Combs, Luke uh-huh. Bryan, uh-huh. Morgan Wallen. So they're just always shocked. <laughs> what? What made you decide that this was the genre you wanted to pursue, the country, country pop, Americana, country style? It's it's just who I am. Just growing up, I relate so much to country music and how it tells a story of how you grow up, how you were raised, um, your morals and values in life. And Mm -hmm. I I just fit so nicely. Like, that is just who I am. So I'm wholesome. Um, and so it's just where I belong. Mm -hmm. Do you write in that fashion as well? Yeah, I, I'm usually, um, always, 
uplifting, unless it is a sad song, because <laughs> life is sad, and right, we all sure. go through it. And yeah. yeah, so I, I try to let people know that they're not the only ones, but um, I'm a Christian, so it just kind of comes out in my writing, mm-hmm. even if I'm not saying I'm a Christian. It's just, that's my tendency of having hope and things like that. Yeah. And you've been writing for how long, your own music? I am not good at math. Ask my band members. They constantly make fun of me, but <laughs> I think I think I was 17, so uh, 13 years. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm 30, so yeah. whatever that is. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you guys... So if I if I read the um, the press material correctly, you've got a couple EPs and you just recorded your full length. Did I get that right? Yeah. So okay. um, before I signed with Nashville America Records, I released two um, two EPs, and um, now that I'm with Nashville America Records, we just finished up my full length album, my first one. So I'm so excited. Um, and we just released my first single off that album called When I See You Smile, which I wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was in the Music Row chart in Nashville um, and a few other charts. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm really excited. I think we're figuring out probably February we might release the second single since everything's pretty much frozen or going to be frozen yeah. for Christmas right now. Yeah. Um, and then I'll be releasing the album. And your your target date on the album is roughly when to come out? I'm hoping around the same time as my uh, single, so maybe around February. Yeah. We were hoping to have it out this year, but my single was doing really well. We didn't we didn't want to release my second one yet, so I guess that's not a bad problem. Right. <laughs> but I'm I'm like just I just want to release it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a title for the album? Yep, it's When I See You Smile. So the cover, the the the, um, the lead yeah. song is the title of the album. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Is yeah, it, and there's a music video out for it too. Yeah, I saw that. That's really cool. I like that. I like the way you guys put that oh, together. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Uh, are most of the songs or all of the songs original on the record? Um, not all of them. Um, I think seven of them are original. I'd have to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I. I, I was just surprised that the label wanted that many of my own songs on there. So mm. I'm very, very blessed for that. Sure, yeah. And then the other songs, when they pitched some songs to me, I just, I felt like I had written them. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hmm. can totally relate. This has to go on the album. Yeah, So that's awesome. Yeah. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the interview. Do you have a particular style that you follow when you when it's time to write a song? Do you you have a, a regiment, or do you just kind of wait for the inspiration to hit you? Um, mostly it's inspiration that hits me. Um, a lot of times I like to sit down and I'll have already like a message or a story in my head, um, and I'll think of the lyrics, and then I'll come up with the music afterwards. But lately, life, I've got two little boys, and so mm. it's, it's been, uh, I try to juggle everything, so a lot of times, I'll go park somewhere in my car, because I feel like I'm just constantly driving, <laughs> and uh, I'll just sit down, and I have some, like, a melody or something in my head, so I'll, I'll record it. Yeah. So I have a ton of, like, videos of, like, nothing, like trees or, like, parking lots <laughs> that I go back to, and then I listen, and I'll finish uh, writing it at home. Yeah. 
So you, but it's almost when inspiration hits. So you you point your phone to a particular subject and and sing in the background, speak the yeah, speak the, yeah, cool. Yep. <laughs> And, and My then, kids think I'm crazy. And then set down with that by yourself, or then do you take that to the band and, and say, help me work this out? Um, I'll say with myself. Um, I've done some um, co-writing with my a good friend of mine, Justine Blazer, who's in Nashville now. Um, she helped write the song Deserves to be Loved, which got nominated for two awards. Um, and then... I've done some other co-writing, but I would love to start writing. That's kind of one of my goals. I'd love to co-write more, mm-hmm. more often, because it's mostly been by myself. And I, I know, I know better things can happen when more brains, <laughs> when yeah. more creative people are involved. So yeah, yeah. that's one of my goals. Yeah. Do you have you been able to determine what kind of audience resonates with what you do? It, it, are you able to get a gauge on that? Like, what kind of venues do you find yourself at, and and can you tell what kind of people migrate towards your music? Yeah, um, it's it's been uh, interesting to say the least. Um, and it's, I'm not joking; it's literally anyone from like a toddler who can dance to my music, or they like I love little kids, and they just always they love me, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. So they just they just love coming because I'll do like I'll do festivals and summer concert series. So mm-hmm. um, the little kids will always come over and dance, and then they'll always want to meet me and buy my CDs and my T-shirts and stuff. So they we they just gravitate towards me, and I I absolutely love kids. So um, and like I said, I'm I'm wholesome. My music is wholesome family. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 really good for all ages. So yeah. I have that, and then I. It tends to go all all the way up to um, the older generation. They they like me as well. I they relate. They appreciate mm-hmm. uh, my voice and my music, and so it's really all ages. So, like I said, I do a lot of summer concert series, um, and then I do a lot of the bar scene as well, um, and then outdoor um, outdoor venues in the summer. Um, so I get a, a, a big range of people that start following me and like my music are you predominantly in the the michigan area in that part of the country or, or have you been able to tour um throughout the u.s yeah i tour um like regionally i'm in um i'll go to well i go to nashville mm-hmm. um and then i play chicago other places in illinois indiana ohio pennsylvania um I can't think, but New York and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm. I'm each year. I'm trying to broaden even more, but um, yeah, that's. It's usually that that region. I bet it's gotten tougher to manage that kind of schedule with a family and, and small kids. Yeah, I, luckily, I'm very blessed. I have a family that supports me, um, and my husband. He's he's been in the band with me as well. So oh, he cool. travels. Yeah. Yeah. So he travels, and then sometimes he'll stay home with the kids, too. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I can't complain. I have a family that is really, really there for me because I could not do it if they weren't there. Yeah. Do you go out and stay out, or is this kind of more weekend-type maneuvers? Um, it depends on the shows. Um, sometimes 
I'm there for like three or four days. I'm I'm out for three or four days. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I just travel back. Um, it's yeah, like it just depends on the drive and the situation. But I'll be gone for a little bit, or it's like I said, it just depends. Yeah, you mentioned um, one of your songs getting an award. You've actually had several nominations uh, throughout your career, right? A couple of Josie Awards and some things like that. Yeah, um, this year I was nominated for five Josie Awards. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was scrolling through when I first saw, I was like, oh my gosh, I saw two. And I called my husband, I'm like, I, I'm nominated for two awards. <laughs> and then I kept scrolling, I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I'm nominated for four. And so for the longest time I thought I was nominated for four awards. And like literally a month before we go down there, I, like, panicked. I got home late from a show, so I'm in bed at, like, 3 a.m., mm. and I'm like, I haven't gotten anything in the mail about this. What if What if I'm wrong and I'm not nominated? So I check out the website again, and I, I find out I'm nominated for five awards, and I missed that I was nominated for Entertainer of the Year. Wow. I'm like, how did I miss that? And wow. <laughs> that's, yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. And that's actually the award I ended up winning. Yeah, that is so cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. So was that Thank you. Uh, it sounded like it was a, a, a unexpected. What is that what does that feel like to to just kind of be doing your thing and then realize you've um you know been nominated for five awards and then actually get to win the entertainer of the year award? Yeah, it was it was crazy because um I <laughs> I put my stuff in for the Josie Awards. I submitted, I think it was like the last day that you could submit. Hmm. So I'm like, oh, they, you know, that I'm just going to do it, but I, I highly doubt anything's going to happen. <laughs> and then, you know, a little bit later, I find out I was nominated, and I was like, wow, that's like five awards? Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And then we went down there, my band and my husband and my mom um, and other members of the team, we all went down there, and it was. We were there for the pre-show party the day before, mm-hmm. and then we they they um, asked me to start the show. So I, so my band, we got to perform. We were oh, the first wow. ones to perform. Yeah, yeah. So we were there like seven a.m., and then we didn't leave till like six p.m. So all day, just like going through the whole show, and like, oh man, I didn't win that one. Oh man, and so the whole show goes, and then the entertainer of the year was the last award. And I, I literally, when they called my name, I did not think I just yelled. I was like, what? I think the <laughs> whole theater heard me and we all started laughing and then we started crying and yeah. I, was, I was just shocked. I did not think it was going to happen. Yeah. Wow. How, yeah. how does that change or does it change how you approach your music afterwards? Oh, um, well, it definitely, uh, makes me want to do even better. Mm-hmm. Um, my band, we're always, we're always trying to come up with better songs to play. Um, we just like, we, inv- I invested in a light show. Mm-hmm. We, we work on all these different things. So it's always, it's always wanting, I'm always wanting to better myself mm-hmm. and take ad- advice from the right people and, see what other people are doing and if I can incorporate some of their success. Um, so it's, it's always, now it's like I'm at a different standard. Now I got to like 
day, yeah. like entertainer <laughs> of the year. I can't fall flat of that, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. So I'm always just wanting to do my best and figure out yeah. different ways to make the show better. Yeah, that's awesome. What's What's the future look like? Do you have a bucket list? Do you see yourself five years from now doing uh, differently or achieving some milestones that you haven't yet? Yeah, I've got a lot of those. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would absolutely love to uh, perform at the Opry. Yeah. Um, I would love to have a song on the top 20 of the Billboard chart. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd love to be an opener for... Um, like to go on tour, I've yeah. opened for artists, but to go on tour with a major artist, yeah. um, I mean, I've got, so I could go on and on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So I'd love to headline my own tour too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I, hopefully the music world is starting to bounce back and, and, um, make those opportunities available for, for you guys and others as well. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's starting to open back up and get on the right page again. So how can folks reach out, get in touch with you, um, pick up the singles or get it, get ready for the album to come out here in a couple months. What's the best way to do that? Um, well, they can check out my website, carryholmes.com. Um, it's K A R I H O L M E S.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. Um, and that I'm, I'm the one that handles it, so hmm. you'll be talking to me if you message me. I mess I, I message everyone back, so I love to I love knowing my fans, not just like I love getting to know them. Like yeah. a lot of fans have become friends throughout the year. So I'm always uh wanting to to meet you guys. Um you guys can get my music off my website or anywhere that you download music at. So it's it's really easy. Um so yeah, I would, I would love to meet you guys. Awesome. Well, thanks, Carrie. It's been fun to uh, get to know you better and, and learn more about your journey and, and what motivates you to do what you do. And we certainly wish you well with it going forward. Oh, thank you so much, Greg. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you for having me, too. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, 
You don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.